Today on Bold Steps, Mark Job shows us the depths of God's power in our lives. When the power of God opens up your eyes, you start realizing, I knew in my head that he loved me, but now I know the depth and the power and the height and I really understand that God loves me and who I am in God. I mean, this is incredible. You need power to do that. Welcome to Bold Steps with Mark Job, president of Moody Bible Institute and the senior pastor of New Life Community Church in Chicago. I'm Wayne Shepherd. Well, yesterday on the program, we gave you the first point related to seeing the depths of God's power in our life. And Mark said we needed to be looking closely at our diet to see what we're feeding our inner man. We'll pick up that point as we turn to the third chapter of the book of Ephesians. We're in verses 14 through 21. Let's join Mark Job right now for today's message called The Power at Work in You. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak, right? Isn't that what the scripture says? The spirit can, but but, but sometimes our flesh is weak to follow through. And if you find yourself feeding the flesh, I can guarantee that you'll constantly experience defeat in your life if you keep feeding the flesh. What's on your iPod? Well, you know... Like him and him. I mean, he's, you know, he's a nice guy. A lot of his stuff is pretty good. You know, he's misunderstood. <laughs> you know, he's, he's a really good artist, though. All right, maybe he's a good artist, but, you know, what kind of... Really, do you think that blankety-blank this and blankety-blank that and blank this and blank that and blank that person and blank that other person, you really, you really feel like your spirit's getting strong with that? Seriously? Sorry, you're listening to that all day. You're gossiping with people at work, laughing at all their jokes, hanging out with people that don't really know the Lord, and, and uh, you say, well, I don't do what they're doing. No, 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 I'm not doing it. Hey, you know, I'm, going to, I'm hanging out with them just because I want to have fun, but, you know, I go to the club, but, but I order a, a Diet Coke. Okay, so you're hanging out, clubbing for three, four hours with a Diet Coke, and you don't think that atmosphere of people are bumping and grinding and going to town and everybody's there to find who they're going to hook up with and get a little fringe benefits on the side at the end of the night. You don't think that atmosphere is affecting you at all? So you live that, listen to B96 all day, watch um, R-rated movies and, 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 and Desperate Housewives is your favorite program, and then... And then you wonder why you're so weak. And you say, Pastor, I just don't understand it. I just want to say, but, but, but hey, I do come to church on Sunday. Yeah, and you get a 45-minute message a week, but you've been feeding your soul garbage. Garbage most of the week. And you come on Sunday and have a big glass of carrot juice and you think that it's going to fix your diet when you've been eating fries and, 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 and garbage all week long and you think one big glass of carrot juice is going to fix you up? Come on! No wonder you're struggling. Whatever you feed the most is what will have victory in your life. And some of you, you have the Spirit of God inside of you 
but you live your Christian life constantly struggling because you feed your flesh much more than what you feed your spirit. When your flesh and your spirit go to battle, which they will often go to battle, there'll be constant battles between your flesh and your spirit. Your flesh wins because your flesh is, has more food than your spirit does. And your flesh is pumped up and strong and fighting your spirit. And you just say, I don't know how to overcome. Well, I know. Begin to feed your spirit and begin to starve your flesh. And I can guarantee you're going to see much more spiritual victory than you do flesh victory in your life. And Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray, the second prayer is, and I pray, I love this, that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power. By the way, he uses a mixed metaphor here. Rooted is what a tree does. Grounded is the image of a building that has a good foundation. The general idea is that you have a, a, a strong foundation. You have to be rooted and grounded in love. What love? The love of God. And I pray that you being rooted and grounded in love may have, there it goes again, power. Power for what? Power together with all the saints. Who are the saints? We are the saints. Some of you have been listening. Who are the saints? We are. Some of you have a problem with saying that. Like, ah, oh, I don't know if I can call myself a saint, Pastor. You know, I don't know. If you have the Spirit of God inside of you, you're a saint. Called apart unto God. That we may have power together with all the believers or all the saints to do what? Power to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ. We need power to grasp the multi-dimension of God's love. Uh, a week and a half ago, I went to see a movie with my 11-year-old son and one of his friends. It was about wolves. And we went to an IMAX. We went to, no, it was a th just a regular theater. But as we walked in, they said, this is a 3D film. It was a cartoon film. And so they give us these little uh, glasses as we walk into the theater. And they're 3D glasses. And so we put these glasses on. And when the movie starts in 3D, if you, if you don't have the glasses on, you see things kind of fuzzy, right? Have you ever done that? Taking off your glasses, 3D theater, it's kind of fuzzy, it's not really focused. But you put the glasses on, and suddenly you see everything in 3D. And it literally looks like images are like coming out of the screen at you, right? In fact, I looked over to my son and his friend, and they're going like this, you know, kind of like, you know. I'm trying to touch the image there because it looks like the image is coming out. Well, what Paul is saying is that some of you know about the love of God almost as though you were seeing the love of God through a 10 by 10 black and white old-fashioned TV. 
And, and you know about God's love, and if someone were to ask you, does God love you? you say, yeah, you know God is love. You know, I guess he loves everybody. But, 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 but you're seeing it in black and white, and technically you know he loves you, and technically you know God is love. But you need power. You need supernatural power of the Holy Spirit that opens your eyes and reveals to you the incredible beauty and depth and power and multi-dimension of God's love. And so when the power of God opens up your eyes, you start realizing, wow, I knew in my head that he loved me, but now I know the depth and the power and the height and I really understand that God loves me and who I am in God. I mean, this is incredible. You need power to do that. Let me tell you why that's so important. A lot of what we struggle with in life has to do with our identity. When we do not understand the love of God, we will struggle with our own identity, our own worth, and when you struggle with your own worth and your own identity, you will struggle with making good decisions in your life. Because however you see yourself will determine most the decisions that you make in life. If I do not realize how precious and valuable I am to God, and that I have worth and dignity because God loves me, and he's sealed me with this Holy Spirit, and he's called me his own. And when I know that God loves me in this way, then when people start treating me in ways that aren't in line with God's love, when I start dating and a guy, a young woman starts dating and she's treated like dirt and called names and not respected, when she knows who she is in the love of God, she says, hey, buddy, to the curve with you because I'm not going to live with that or accept that. You know why? Because she knows who she is. But if she doesn't know who she is, if she views herself, if she hasn't grasped the love of God, if she views herself there, then she accepts and takes and lives with stuff because she feels like that's what she deserves or that's all she can get. And so she lives being treated in the way that she sees herself. The same with a man. If a man does not understand who he is and his dignity and value that he's made in the eyes of his creator, then he begins to live low. He begins to act low. He begins to talk low. He begins to uh, conduct his life in, in a way that's well beneath his power and his potential. Why? because that's the way he sees himself. When he begins to understand who he is, when he begins to understand his value, his identity, his fullness of God, that he's made in the image of his creator and that God has empowered him to be something well beyond what others around uh, expect of him, then he rises to be a man of God. He rises to speak in a different way, walk in a different way. He, he rises well beyond the norm. Why? Because he knows who he is. You're listening to Bold Steps with Mark Job in a message titled, The Power at Work in You. 
We'll get to the final half in just a moment, but Mark, it's Monday, and that means listeners all across the world get to start their day with your weekly devotional email, The Bold Stepper Weekly. Yeah, so The Bold Stepper Weekly is our attempt to give you a jump start to your week. We want to insert a devotional thought or keep you up to date on what's happening here in the ministry. Sometimes I'll talk to you about what's happening in my own family. And so this is a way of staying connected with us and helping you stay connected with God as well. And our good friend Gary Chapman has a special anniversary of his book, The Five Love Languages. And what you did to celebrate a few weeks ago was covered in the Bold Stepper Weekly. Yeah, so if you haven't read The Five Love Languages by Gary Chapman, then you need to read it right now. Go out, go out and buy it or jump on uh, Moody Publishing website and get the book. This is celebrating 30 years. I mean, this has been a phenomenal book. This is very unusual that a book year after year after year will sell just millions of copies. And uh, I believe that its success is due to the fact that it's so practical. Gary's just, uh, he's an amazing pastor at heart, but counselor. And it's really helped hundreds of thousands of marriages across the world, translating multiple languages. So shout out to Gary Chapman and an encouragement to buy the book. Yeah, I'm so glad you mentioned that in the Bold Stepper Weekly, Mark. And again, if you are not getting the weekly, sign up at boldstepsradio.org. And while you're there, you can also revisit some of Mark's previous devotionals by checking out the growing archive we have online. Again, go to boldstepsradio.org. Now back to our message for today. It's titled, The Power at Work in You, here on Bold Steps. And then he goes on to say the third request. It's all about power. The third request is power to experience this love and allow it to fill you. Notice what it says in verse 19. And to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of the fullness of God. Hold on. How can you know something that is too great for your knowledge to grasp? He says, I want you to know it, but it surpasses your knowledge. Like someone saying to, you know, the the trigonometry professor saying to the student, listen, I want you to know this, but it's way beyond you. I want you to know this, but it's indescribable. Your mind cannot grasp it. Listen, what God is saying is, I don't want you to know this merely intellectually because your finite mind cannot comprehend the depth and the power of God's love. So the only way you can know it is by experiencing it. You know, there's certain things that you can't describe. You just have to experience, right? You know, you try to describe it just like, yeah. How do you describe a rainbow to a blind person that's never seen color? Seriously. Someone that's never seen black, white, blue, never seen light. They've been blind all their life. How do you describe the colors of a rainbow to a blind person? I mean, think about it. Try to do it in your head a little bit. Come on. I mean, it's really hard to describe someone to, something to someone that has no reference to grasp it. And what God is saying 
is that, listen, you have no reference to grasp how powerful his love is. Oh, yeah, we can say, well, you know, it's like the love of a man and a woman. That is so bland compared to the love of God. I mean, it's not even a reference. I mean, you can say, well, it's like the love of a mother to a son and daughter. No, no, no. It's too bland. It's not even a reference there. It's so big. It's so much bigger than that. It's so much undescribable than that. It's something that you cannot really grasp with your intellect, but you can only experience with your spirit. Has God ever worked in your life where people were trying to say, well, what happened? And you just can't explain it. I just don't know how to explain it. I just know that he has. Well, what happened? Well, tell me about it. Well, I just, I, I, I don't know how to describe it. I don't know how to articulate it. But God is working and touching in my, my life in such a way that I cannot articulate it or describe it. You know why? Because it belongs to the spiritual world. And the spiritual world cannot fully be articulated by our physical world, by our physical words, because it happens in the spiritual realm. And the spiritual realm cannot be comprehended by the physical realm completely. The spiritual realm cannot be understood fully in the physical realm because it's another realm. And what God is saying is I want you to experience the power of God inside of you in such a way, and, and, and listen to what he says in verse 19, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. That you may be filled to the measure of the fullness of God. That you're going to be filled in a way not to your own fullness, but to the fullness of God. That God's going to be filling you in such a way that's His fullness in you. It's almost like taking a person and submerging them in, into something. When you begin to understand the love of God, it's like God taking you and submerging you in, that, in, in the love that cannot be understood or comprehended in the physical realm. You need the power of God to understand it. It changes your life when you begin to understand how much God loves you. You're rooted and grounded in that love. It's a spiritual dimension and it can only happen through the spiritual realm. That's why you can be one of the greatest intellects in the world and still not begin to even grasp the infinite part of God because your finite mind cannot understand the infinite nature of God Almighty. And then he closes with this, and I'll close with this. Verse 20. Now to him who is able... Oh, I love this. Now to him who is able... Who is able? God is able. Now to who, him who is able to do immeasurably... How much is immeasurably? Beyond measure. Can't even measure. Can't, I can't take a tape measure and measure it. I can't take a scale and weigh, and, and weigh it. I, I can't measure it. It's beyond measurement. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably, way, 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 way beyond your comprehension, way, way, way beyond your ability to measure it. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all that you, we ask or even imagine. 
say, well, I'm going to ask God for this. God says, you, know, you don't even know. And your little petty prayer, I, I, I'm going to blow you out of the water because you don't even know how to articulate what I'm going to do to you. You don't even know how to ask what I'm about to unleash in your spirit. Your little prayer to ask of it wouldn't even, wouldn't even describe half of what I'm going to do. In fact, you can't even imagine. You can't even imagine what I want to do in your life and in your spirit and in your destiny. To him who is able to do immeasurably more than all that you can ask or even imagine. To that God, to the, that God that is way beyond what you could ask or imagine. Have you ever talked with a little kid when they're little... They're young and they say, ask for something. And they think they're asking for a lot. I'm going to be rich. I'm going to have $100. And they're like blowing you away. Like, I'm going to be rich one day. I have $100. $100. And that, that's the biggest they can think of. They don't even know. They don't even have the capacity or the language to ask for what really is coming. They think they're asking big, hundred. We're like a hundred, a <laughs> hundred. Yeah, I think that's that's God with us. You say I'm asking for whoa, and God's like, you're asking for whoa, really. I'll blow that out of the water. Him who is able to do immeasurably more than whatever we ask or imagine, how does he do it? According to the power that is already at work within us. Oh, it's already there. The seed of transformation change, the seed of metamorphosis, the seed of your destiny and work in your life is already deposited within you. It's a power that's already at work within you, the power of God inside of you. According to his power that's at work in our inner man or our inner being or within us, all that we can say is to him be glory in the church because we are the church and the manifestation of that. And in Christ Jesus, not only in this generation, but through all generations, forever and ever. Amen. Now to Him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to His power that is at work within us, to Him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. From Ephesians chapter 3, Mark, thank you for a great message today. Yeah, thank you, Wayne. Such a powerful passage. And tomorrow on the program, you're going to move on to Ephesians 4 with a message about living up to our God-given calling and purposes, how to walk worthy. Why don't you give us a preview of where we're headed? Yeah, this is such a powerful portion of Scripture. And there's a phrase in this section of Scripture where Paul urges us to live a life worthy of of the calling that you've received. Mm -hmm. What does it mean to live worthy of the calling? It implies, first of all, that we have a calling, then that we need to live up to the calling that God has given us. And so 
I know that most of you that are listening to me right now, you know that you're called, but the challenge to live a lifestyle that matches the height of our calling is a powerful challenge. Yeah, I really am looking forward to the message. It begins tomorrow here on Bold Steps. Now, with a few minutes we have left, let me remind everyone listening that this month we have a brand new Bold Step gift we're offering to our listeners. I think you'll really want to get your hands on it. It's a book from best-selling author Max Lucado titled, God Will Use This for Good. And in it, we find an encouraging guide that truly points us back to the deliverance power of God. You know, life gets messy, things fall apart, but as Christians, we have real and relevant hope in the ultimate good that God is weaving it together. If you feel stuck in one of life's messes right now, we want you to learn how God will use this for good. It's this month's Bold Step gift. So request your copy of Max Lucado's book when you give a gift of any amount to support the ministry of Bold Steps. Call us at 844-615-7363. That's 844-615-7363. Or go online to boldstepsradio.org. If it's easier, you can send your donation and request the book in the mail. Write to us at Bold Steps, 820 North LaSalle Boulevard, Chicago, Illinois, 60610. Did you get that? 820 North LaSalle Boulevard, Chicago, Illinois, 60610. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast by searching your podcast app for Bold Steps with Dr. Mark Job. When you find us, be sure to leave a comment and, of course, a five-star review to help guide other listeners to this Bible-based program. I'm Wayne Shepherd, inviting you to join us again tomorrow when Mark shows us how we can be walking worthy of God's call in our lives. It's coming up Tuesday, right here on Bold Steps with Mark Job. Bold Steps is a production of Moody Radio, a ministry of Moody Bible Institute.